Welcome to Sacred CEO, the podcast where visionary women learn to be bold with their voice and become the sacred six and seven figure CEOs of their businesses and lives. I'm your host, Dr. Claudia, former Ivy League trained professor turned business coach for women with a big message and a big story to share and whose ideas don't fit neatly into a box and maybe even challenge the status quo. My mission is to teach women how to find and unleash their voice, share it unapologetically and make money while building real wealth. You'll hear solo episodes and interviews on topics such as business, spirituality and relationships. We'll talk about all the things that women are not supposed to talk about, such as unapologetic self-expression, confidence and magnetism, money, wealth and power, so that we can explore what it truly means to be a woman with a voice today. Let's dive in because it's time to get unleashed. Are you a perfectionist? Raise your hand if this is you. The good news is most people are. We live in a society that's obsessed with perfection. Think about social media and all the super polished, super edited images that circulate on the internet every single day and every single second. In this episode, we talk about what perfectionism actually is and how to shift our perspective and our way of being so that we can overcome it once and for all and put our greatest work out into the world. First of all, what is perfectionism? Perfectionism has the same etymology as the adjective perfect, which comes from the Latin perfectus, which means completed, excellent, and accomplished. There's also a 1600s Catholic meaning of perfectionism as the belief that sinless earthly life can be accomplished. In a more recent psychological sense, we can say that perfectionism is a coping mechanism, a shield that we've developed to protect ourselves from the outside and from outside criticism, judgment, and rejection. Perfectionism is an addiction. The compulsive attempt to control other people's perception of us because we're afraid of how our sense of self could disintegrate if someone noticed our flaws. And I'm going to repeat this because this is crucial. Perfectionism is the compulsive attempt to control other people's perception of us because we're afraid of how our sense of self could disintegrate if someone noticed our flaws. Perfectionism is the source of so much misery in our lives. And the the main thing that blocks us from our truest creative expression. Imagine if Picasso had strived for perfection instead of creativity. His paintings went against everything that was considered the norm in the artistic canon. And he prioritized, he was willing to prioritize his unique creative expression over anything else. Perfectionism comes up in our lives and businesses when we're afraid to put our content out there. When we think that we need to have the perfectly polished post or the perfectly polished graphic or image instead of expressing our true and bridal voice. 
when we're afraid to be seen as all of ourselves and we still hide behind a hustle and a mask of professionalism. It shows up when we're afraid to sell and raise your hand if you've been there. When we caretake our audience. When we're obsessive around controlling every single piece of our business instead of letting our team truly support us. Because I profoundly believe that deep down we're all artists. But we won't be able to step into our fullest potential if we keep playing by the rule book. And many of us choose a lifetime of smallness because that's what's comfortable. Perfectionism stunts not only our creative expression, but it also stunts our growth and our earning potential. Because it forces us to hide and be in self-protection mode instead of sharing our unapologetic desires and our unbridled hearts with the world. And instead of allowing ourselves to tap into the well of energy that lies within our souls and that allows us to create magic in this world. Perfectionism leads to procrastination that feeling of being paralyzed and stuck that we are all so freaking familiar with. Perfectionism is also a byproduct of a strong and harsh inner critic. We live lives suffocated by its stronghold. It's almost like someone is choking us. And most of us are perfectionists or become perfectionists because growing up we were praised for working well and working hard. And simultaneously, while being praised for our intellect or our accomplishments, we were also emotionally neglected. As in, no one was available to see the range of our expression So growing up, we got the message that we were only lovable as little, efficient, hardworking machines instead of actual human beings. This has devastating effects on us as children and as adults. And this is also very different from having high standards and striving for excellence. These can be healthy, while harsh inner criticism leads to misery and disease and dis-ease. As a consequence of all of this, we often fear failure, we're not open to feedback, and ultimately we are not open to growth. Perfectionism is also an obsession with the end result instead of the process. It's almost like waiting until you're fit to go to the gym. Or waiting to find the love of your life before you start dating. Or waiting to get clients before you start the damn business. 
If you think about the etymology of perfect as accomplished and finished, what perfectionism actually means is that we're more concerned with the finished product than the journey to get there. Which also means if we apply this to human life, it means that we'd rather be dead than living, experimenting, trying things out, exploring, falling, failing, picking ourselves back up and ultimately keep going. Isn't that wild that we would rather be dead instead of living and trying life out? Ultimately, what I would say is that perfectionism is the fear of our own humanness. Let's take the Catholic definition of perfectionism. For instance, it's about attaining a heavenly ideal here on this planet, here in the 3D which means also bypassing exactly what makes us human, our quirks, our flaws, our cute but also super annoying sides, and all those things that make up, make up the range of our unique individual life. So what can we do? How can we shift our perspective to start overcoming perfectionism? And to start living our lives to the fullest, creating what we're meant to create in this world. Well, let me give you five powerful steps to begin doing just that so that you can stop perfectionism holding you back once and for all. So number one, focus on the process, not so much the results. Because the truth is... Sometimes the results will be amazing and sometimes they will be mediocre at best and that's okay. And I say this as a marketer and a thought leader and content creator. You also cannot fully predict what your audience will respond well to. Sometimes it happens to me that I pour my heart and soul into a piece of content that only gets a couple of likes. While other pieces that I created in two seconds flat go viral. You never know. You cannot predict what's going to really land with your audience. You're always going to be surprised. Plus, focusing so much on the finished product instead of enjoying the messy, activating journey of getting there. And you're obsessing over having a plan or a content strategy so so that you can do it right Ultimately, all of this leads to you cutting yourself off from your own creative life force. And the last thing that you want to do in this lifetime is to cut yourself off from your own creative life force. So instead, I'd say have the courage to be incompetent. You probably create a life and a shield of competency and professionalism. And I'm gently encouraging you to let that go. Because what's on the line is your life. It's your opportunity to live life to the fullest. And I know very well what being incompetent means. Because... Since I was little, I would gloriously, and let me know if you can relate to this, 
I would gloriously be really bad at anything that I tried for the first time. Well, my sister would always excel, which was beyond annoying, obviously. So, for instance, anytime I went to a new school, I'd always get low grades on the first set of tests and exams. Imagine if I had stopped at that the first time I got a set of low grades. I, first of all, I'd still be in middle school and then I wouldn't be running the business and the movement that I'm running. I wouldn't have gone on to get a high school degree and then a college degree and then an Ivy League PhD. I wouldn't have gone on to being a professor and influencing positively the life of so many students and I wouldn't have created the business, the transformational business that I now run. So my invitation to you is have the courage to not know. Have the courage to suck at something new. Have the courage to learn from people who are further ahead than you. Have the courage to be a beginner. See your life as a sacred practice of self-expression. See every growth edge as an invitation to not only learn something new, which is super cool and exciting, but also to step into the next phase and level of your own unique evolution. Like, think about your favorite musician. Let's say Taylor Swift. She obviously has talent. We cannot say that she doesn't. But what really makes her stand out is that she's been involved, willingly involved, in a long process of refinement and evolution over many, many years. And it could be that at some point in her life or her career, maybe she'll stop working. I don't see that happen, so probably it won't happen. So imagine that there's no end point to her career. Imagine that there's no end result. There's only refinement and improvement over time based on her profound devotion to her craft. Which leads me to the second point. Number two, the second step to overcome perfectionism, once and for all, choose refinement over perfection. The opposite of perfectionism is not sloppiness. Very rarely, I create something sloppy for my business. I have high standards of excellence for my content, my marketing, my client delivery, so very rarely, you'll see me create something that I'm not 100% behind. And yet what I have is that I'm willing to get started when I haven't yet reached my gold standards of excellence. I'm willing to get started and I'm willing to refine whatever skill I'm mastering over time, knowing that I'll get exponentially better the more I keep at it. I'll give you an example from my own business when I started a couple of years ago to do weekly live videos inside my Facebook group. And your girl was definitely not used to doing live streams. Yes, public speaking per se was not new to me as I had a previous career as a professor, so I was used to speaking in front of people. But video marketing and selling was totally new. 
But what I had was the willingness to get started. So even if the lighting was off, it definitely was. And my diction was far from perfect. And I said, mm, and like a million times. And each time I was lucky if I had one person on the live. Even with all of that, within one or two weeks, I started booking calls. And within a month, or maybe a couple of months, I sold out my 7K coaching package even with sucky video and audio quality. So this is proof that you do not need perfection. This is what you actually need. And save this because this is the formula for life, for an unleashed potent magnetic life. So what you actually need is not perfection. You don't need to have it all figured out before you start, but you need courage to get started and keep going, plus practice and refinement over time, so it's not about giving up, plus skill stacking to keep exponentially growing. I'm going to repeat this because this is so key. What you need is courage, plus practice and refinement over time, plus skill stacking to keep exponentially growing. And If I were you, I would write this this down, write it on a post-it, put it next to your laptop just to remind yourself what the formula for creation actually is. Because you can be the most talented individual on the planet, but if you're not willing to put it out there, you're not willing to keep refining your craft and your art, and you don't have the courage to stand by your creation unapologetically, then that talent is wasted that talent is fucking wasted. Okay, third point and third step to overcome perfectionism. So number three, devotion is the key to mastery. In other words, be obsessed with what you're creating. Exactly like Taylor Swift. Some people might think that she's obsessed with herself, But I disagree. She's actually obsessed with her own creative force. And you can literally see it, how she embodies it more and more over time. So be obsessed, not with a perfect, polished, finished product. Don't be obsessed with perfection. It doesn't even fucking exist. But be obsessed with your craft. Be obsessed with the medicine that you're meant to share with the world. And this is about seeing your life as the altar where your greatest creation gets to be birthed. This is sacred living. This is the path to mastery. And only the brave one choose, the brave ones choose to walk this path. Okay. Number four, fourth step to overcome perfectionism, have the courage to be disliked. And as I say this, I can already feel some of you cringing while you listen. So the way I see it, there are two opposing forces that cannot exist with one another. 
One is the drive to creation, to self-expression, to evolution, to birthing your sacred work. The other force is the attempt to please everybody. These two things cannot coexist. Literally, in your life, you have to choose one or the other. You cannot create your greatest work while focusing on what others will think. It's impossible. And the truth is, you will be disliked. You will be criticized. And yes, some people will be disappointed in you, including your closest friends, including your closest family members. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't help it. You cannot prevent it. But that is a far better option than choosing to abandon yourself in the name of belonging, which is fake belonging anyway because they don't get to know your true self. Because what I want you to take away from this is that there's no creation without bravery. There's no creation without you being willing to step out of the pack and into your most authentic, unleashed and magnetic self. And finally, number five, the fifth step to overcome perfectionism, and this might be activating as well, is to consider that you are already perfect and that you are already enough. It's not about attaining some sort of divine spiritual ideal on this earth. It's about stepping into the full spectrum of our humanness and allowing ourselves to be fully, deeply, unapologetically seen. Because we are already sacred, divine, and perfect. It's not about striving for some ideal of perfection that exists outside of ourselves. It's about truly softening into who we are. With kinks and words and all. It's about allowing ourselves to be seen as our full human selves. And I'd argue that this is the real edge. This is the real hard thing to do. And we humans are so smart and we find all sorts of back ways to avoid it. And perfectionism is one of those. This is the hard thing to do. To try not to be perfect. Because the hardest thing you'll ever do and the most rewarding thing you'll ever do is to be vulnerable enough to allow others to fully see you. It's about ultimately finding supportive communities and supportive people who can see the beauty in the range of your expression and can become a champion for that. Which might sound crazy because often our nervous system is programmed for the opposite of that. 
and our nervous system has been used to people criticizing us and putting us down for actually expressing our emotions and vulnerabilities. And my belief is that most people on the planet actually are programmed to to be criticized and to also feel safe in being criticized. So this experience of being fully supported, the experience, this experience of having people who fully see you is shocking to the system. So what would it take for you to see yourself as already perfect? What would it take for you to believe that there's no striving and no heavenly ideal that you need to get to? What would it take for you to believe that you are already enough as you are? And then from this place, you can build a healthy practice of experimenting and growing and achieving excellence in a way that works with your full self instead of hiding parts of yourself. And this is my wish for you. Loves, I hope this episode was supportive and that you found many nuggets to write down and share. Of course, you're welcome to listen to it as many times as you need. And please, please, please share it with someone who's really struggling with perfectionism and really needs to hear it. I'd love to hear what resonated with you the most. So don't be afraid to write to me and my team to let us know or send us a DM on Instagram. And please, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcasts to let us know the value that you're getting from this podcast. This is all for now and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sacred CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. And please share it with all the women in your circle who can benefit from it. We're building a movement of powerhouse, heart-led, visionary sisters who are choosing to be bold with their voice and build six- and seven-figure transformational businesses based on their authentic voice that create wealth and a legacy for generations to come. And don't forget to subscribe to get access to next week's episode. I'll see you there.